Take hold of your life, take charge of tomorrow, and step into the world of your dreams. Welcome to the Very Brave Podcast with Rachel Evans. Thank you so much for joining me again on the Very Brave Podcast. We talk about all things bravery and how it applies to women and how we might be able to change the perspective and definition of bravery to look at the things that women are being brave about every single day. Uh, We talk about emotional bravery, about spiritual bravery and about moral bravery and about the things that affect women and what we have been conditioned to do and believe over hundreds and hundreds of years. My brave thoughts this week were actually really simple. I have donned a bright red, like a beacon red summer dress and it's still quite cool in winter. And I've walked outside in it this morning, a very brave decision, wishing that perhaps I'd put my pants on. So there's my brave thing for today. What's yours? In this episode today of the Very Brave Podcast, I speak with Lise and Sarah from Those Two Girls. And I just absolutely adored recording this episode, listening back to it and reflecting on some of the things that we spoke about. Lise and Sarah, uh, those two girls, these are uh, an amazing couple of ladies who have come into their 40s and have got some pretty interesting thoughts about how we should be spending the middle decade, the middle years. So I invite you to grab a cuppa and sit back and listen to this one. It's a real treat. The brave toil to seek a life beyond. Have you summoned the strength to move beyond the mediocre? We're all ears. We'd love to hear your story of bravery and share it with our community. Reach out to support at bravemedianetwork.com. Ladies, welcome. Thank Thanks you, Rachel. So much for having us. All right, Please. because you've got two women on the podcast, let's just clear up who is who. <laughs> Sarah. And I'm Lise with the deeper voice. Okay. <laughs> so that's how you can all understand who's who, listeners. Deep voice Lise and Sarah. <laughs> Ladies, what would you like listeners of the Very Brave podcast to know about you, first of all, before we start talking about bravery? Well, I think the first point is that Lise and I are above all else best friends who decided to take a leap of faith in each other. And doing that changed the course of our entire lives. How's that for a start? Wow, that is one very powerful introduction. A great cliffhanger to find out more. Lise? Well, I would say that now, seven years on, we are co-directors of an independent media company for women in their middle years. We're podcasters. We've been broadcasters. We're authors. And To be honest with you, Rachel, that all sounds like I'm talking about someone else because never in a million years when I met the other woman on this Zoom call (laughs) did I think that any of those things were in my future. I had an inkling that I was maybe capable of some of those things in some parallel universe maybe, in those deep, dark, secret parts of your brain that you daydream about maybe, but I had no idea what that vehicle would be and how I'd make it happen. And then Sarah walked in. So you're known as those two girls. 
How long is this friendship? We actually only met when we were 33 years old. So we each have two children. Lise has two boys and I have two girls and our youngest were born two days apart. So we met when they were four months old and that's how we always remember our actual first date. But we had been chatting (laughs) to each other online for quite a few months prior to our meeting. Separately at that time, we were on maternity leave from our respective careers. Our creative juices had been a bit, you know, stunted. So we both started writing online and gathered or garnered rather little followings where people said to me I think you should follow Lise Carlaw she's very funny she she writes in a similar way to you I think you'd really like her and at the same time people were saying that to Lise so we clicked online and then eventually we met offline and we do kind of liken it to falling in friendship love where it feels like we've known each other since we were in nappies but it's only been eight years so a bit of online dating to start with a bit of online friendship dating and now your own podcast which is called 40 yeah so 40 was created the year we both turned 40 which was 2020 because we had lots of questions and curiosities about the decade ahead it felt like it was a space where women weren't really talking about the roller coaster ride that that fifth decade can be and Lise and I were both sitting at 39 on the precipice of change in our life, thinking, what are we doing? What's the path forward? What do we need to reassess? What do we need to bring in? What do we need to ditch? And that's how 40 was born, by going out to women older than us and basically pilfering them for all their knowledge, like the ultimate cheat sheet for us. And so important. I mean, I'm 45, so... I'll say only about three years ahead of you, ladies. And I very much felt the same way and recognised that because we're not in this village-type situation where we have women of all different ages ahead of us to get that learning and education from, you're basically on your own. I was importing books into the country left, right and centre to try and understand what was going to happen to me because I didn't have a lot of females around me that were sort of in their mid-50s or, you know, there's my mum obviously, but, yeah, felt very much the same way. So it's obviously a great place for women to understand that they're not alone as well. I think we have been doing exactly that, kind of ageing in a silo. Even Mm. though we're hyper-connected, there isn't a lot. For a lot of women, we do feel a little bit isolated in what this next chapter of life holds for us. And, you know, not everyone is as lucky as we are to have, you know, a a really deep and true friendship where we can be super vulnerable, really honest, talk about all kinds of things. And we just thought maybe that's what we should be putting out in the world because all of the questions that we ask each of our guests are, are genuine, as Sarah said, curiosities that we've had ourselves. They're not performative questions. They're real honest queries that we have about what it's like to get older and what the possibilities are instead of, you know, putting on the handbrake as you get older. Yeah, and I think there are, I think you call it the middle decade. Is that the the term? The middle um, years, yeah. The middle years, yes. And I've sort of think of it as like my half-time report, you know, perhaps half behind me and half still to go. 
And it's a decade where many women go through not just the physical changes, but there's also lots of life changes as well. And in those life changes, uh, I've discovered here through this podcast that there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of courage that needs to be summoned, and then we have a lot of bravery that happens as well. There's marriage breakdowns and there's new relationships and there's starting a side hustle, asking for more money in your job, all of these events which seem to get magnified in this decade. Need a daily reminder to be brave? Sign up to 365 Days of Brave and get a daily brave message now. Go to bravemedianetwork.com. I'm curious to know in that regard, how would each of you define bravery. So what does it mean to you before we sort of go into any of the conventional definitions? Yeah, well, firstly, I have to put aside the conventional definitions because for me, bravery is always heroes. That's Mm. where my automatic dictionary mind goes to. But I suppose if I look at bravery in terms of my decisions and Lisa's too, it really is all about that leap of faith. I think it's just stepping off into the unknown sometimes and hoping that you'll be caught or that you'll land. Okay. I would say for me, I've been settling on this thought of feeling comfortable in discomfort. That to me is being brave because it's not always a very fun place to be. Oh God, I wish I'd said that. (laughs) Yours was good. Yours was excellent and necessary. Yours was better. No, because I just say that because it's it, it's what we've been living day to day for the past, what is it, seven weeks since we took another, yet another leap of faith in our time together, which was to leave a very comfortable, sure thing of a career. And we've now gone out on our own and are independent in that way, which sounds fancy, but is really scary. So Mm. it has been sort of waking up every day and deciding that it's okay to feel uncomfortable today, that it's okay not to know and to have a bit of a panic and that maybe that's the beginning of something. Yeah, absolutely. And I've spoken on the podcast before about fearlessness and how I believe that the concept is a bit of a myth because if we don't feel fear, then courage can never appear. And it's a bit like what you've just described in being okay with the discomfort. It's okay to be afraid of not knowing what's coming next. It's okay to be so scared that you're initially paralyzed, but there needs to be some recognition that it is actually a societal construct to make us want to be smaller in that moment. So we've got to recognize that no fear is actually the way. So if we're afraid of it, it means that we should explore it. I would agree with that. I would also add to that, that losing the fear around what other people will think is a key addition to that because Lise and I have had many chats about how heavily your ego can be tied up in what work you're doing. And of course, Mm. it's a massive ego boost for us to be able to say, we had a national radio show. We've been on these television shows we've done this we've interviewed these people we've and we've been backed by some of the biggest networks in the whole country like that's a massive ego boost and so when you decide to say well we're not going to have that anymore 
and we don't care that other people will say to us, oh, are you sure that's the right decision? Oh, really? So you're just on your own now. What does that look like? That that has actually been very liberating as well. And I'm not to say that won't always be the case possibly, but at the moment, it just feels like the absolute right decision for us to take. People will project their own fears and insecurities onto you. It seems to be an Australian flavoured thing that we don't really want anyone to get any further ahead in front of us. And if we just say, oh, you know, put the brakes on there, that might be the wrong decision. That might be enough for some people to, to stay exactly where they are. So it is absolutely about letting go of judgment of others and, and listening to your own heart's true path. Yeah, and I think, do you think because Lise and I feel very common, I mean, I know Lise was just mentioning about feeling panicky and what have you, but overall I still feel very calm that this is the right decision, that it will work out the way we intend it to. But in doing that, there have been other people's feelings for whom I've had to calm down, like other people who are nervous for us. So it's almost like you have to be the one to say to them, hey, 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 we're all right here. Like we're not, we're not in a state of flux. This will be okay. What's the worst that can happen? You know, I think it's all relative. I think there's two things to add to that. And yes, everything you've both said is so true. It's what we're doing is counterintuitive. That makes people uncomfortable yeah. because in their eyes, we had everything we'd aimed for. So why exactly are you completely lighting a grenade under it? Makes no sense. Makes sense to us, even though we don't know the answer. But I will add to that. Bravery is also easier to come by when there's planning behind it and privilege. You know, we're both in a situation where we were able to plan for this, you know, somewhat in terms of, you know, financially we made some decisions that allowed us to have how long is it, Sarah? Three months up our sleeves, mm. roughly. We also have the privilege of, of having held full-time good jobs for the past number of years. We also have the support of our spouses. If shit hits the fan, we're going to be okay. And as I've said to my husband, if I need to go work packing groceries, I will. I would rather do that than not have a crack at this. But I think that's important to say in it because there's a lot of people who who probably have more bravery than we'll ever have, but may not be in the position right now to take that, that big leap of faith. Inspiring women to claim their courage, to stand in truth and to celebrate their power. You reap what you sow. Plan to see by signing up to a VIP day with Rachel Evans. Contact support at bravemedianetwork.com. Because of the way bravery has been defined in the past, some people don't even know that what is inside them is the possibility to be brave. So, Sarah, you mentioned bravery is about heroes, and that very much leads into the, the current societal definition, which is it's a, either a battlefield act or it's something else physical like saving someone from a fire or flood or standing in harm's way. What we've talked about a lot on this podcast are the alternate definitions, emotional bravery, moral bravery, spiritual bravery, all of these alternate ways of looking at it, which when I've had guests on the podcast, some of those women have come to the end and gone, I'd never actually thought that some of these things we've spoken about today have been brave. 
I'll ask each of you, you've already spoken about, you know, going independent in the last seven weeks has been a massive step in your brave journey. Are there other times that you can recognize where you took a leap of faith, you were okay with being uncomfortable? And uh, you look back now and go, yeah, that was brave too. Oh, I think, gosh, isn't every single thing Sarah and I do (laughs) just throwing ourselves out there and not letting what other people might think of us get in the way? I mean, the first time we decided to join forces, that was ludicrous. It was a ludicrous idea. We'd met Four months prior, I'd had a daydream that we were both holding microphones. I mean, what does that even mean? Who has daydreams anyway? And Sarah just jumped on that bandwagon and was like, that sounds brilliant. Let's do something about it. I mean, none of it made sense. And then from there, we somehow cold called our way into hosting at the time the bachelor finale which was you know back then back a few years ago de rigueur you know (laughs) and we just put in a phone call to a venue who had joined forces with channel 10 for some of the screening rights and we just said to them do you have mcs for that event Not even thinking, what would we say if they said, and who are you? We just thought, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. And every single step of that ludicrous process was brave. (laughs) Yeah. But it comes back to also, Lise, we've regularly said there's a bravery in two. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be in partnership with someone like Lise and I are. It can just be a good friend, a spouse, a teacher, a relative, somebody who says, you can do this. Somebody who is a safe place to bounce ideas off, to bolster your confidence. But I think for Lise and me, we know that we have the skills to do everything we're doing now when we were younger. We had missed opportunities. The, the red lights were there. It wasn't the right time. But it was when we came together and took those leaps of stupidity slash bravery that things panned out for us but I can remember you know even deciding to leave my very comfortable corporate career and throw in that towel of security and financial stability and those conversations with my husband you know working up to a point where it was if the those two girls brand earnings equal what I'm bringing in with my part-time salary because at that time I had two young children and my husband is a farmer so his income is unstable that was a huge thing and I, I don't regret it for a second and I remember saying to him if I don't try this I will regret it for the rest of my life because what's the worst that can happen mm. I go back to working in PR that's not a bad thing at all there's nothing remotely scary about that but it's scarier it would be scarier for me not joining forces with Lee's when I we could both feel that there was something very special between between us and our friendship and what we could harness and do with that. So yeah, there's been many, many instances. I think it was just a knowing that whatever would befall us wouldn't be as bad as not giving it a crack, if that makes sense. So What, we're ridiculed, we're laughed at, we're called nobodies. If that's the worst that can happen, I can live with that. I truly can. It might sting for a bit, 
but I think I would rather uh, lick my wounds over some random who thinks I'm nothing and nobody. I would. I can do that. I'm putting my hand up. I'll do that. I'd rather take this this leap of faith and have a go. And you have each other as well. You know, should that have been the case? And and I can't see any evidence that, that it was. But friendship, like true uh, supportive friendship at this time in our lives is so super important. Even saying that, though, many women feel alone or feel like they don't have a space for their voice. What are your thoughts on how we can encourage more women to make more brave moves in the first place? We were talking about this just before, Sarah, and I know it's, it, it might be a bit of a buzzword, but I think you've just got to get really honest with what you really desire. We've done it before where we've written words down on paper. What does this dream job dream life look like what 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 are we really great at what brings us joy what feels easy when are we in flow if you get really honest it does bring clarity in some way so I think I think that would be the first step for me in 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 giving any kind of advice to any other woman is you're not going to get anywhere any clearer in what you want for yourself if you're not really brutally honest with yourself, even if it doesn't make sense to anyone else, even if you don't have any experience in whatever your passion is, I think get it down on paper. That seems to be helpful for me at least. Yeah, I think no one else is going to do the work for you. So I think that's an extension of what Lise was Mm. saying. And and we always have this little three-second rule between us, which is around our gut instincts. It's either a yes or no. You've got three seconds to answer. So maybe you can ask yourself the questions that you want answers to and you'll get them. It's just whether you want to listen to them or not. Mm. And then I would say once you figure out what you want to do, but if you don't know how to get there, then find people who do and ask them questions. Again, what's the worst that somebody can say? No, sorry, I don't have capacity to help you there. Okay, cool. That door's closed. I'll try a different one. But just keep, just keep, knocking I suppose until you are listened to or you get some more clarity around whatever decision it is that you're wanting to make. Get brave. Let Rachel inspire you to go deeper and come out blazing. Receive a free masterclass now. Go to go.bravemedianetwork.com slash masterclass. Let's go back to when we're 18. What would today's Lisa and Sarah say to the 18-year-old versions of yourself? I, th- this one's easy for me because I, I know where my head was at back then and, and then into my mid-20s and late-20s and so on. I would just say the best is yet to come. You're not ageing out of anything at 18, like it's it's ludicrous to think. I mean, I was talking to my son is turning 13 very soon and he's he's has all these amazing questions about, poor darling, like how am I even going to make it as an adult? You know, when they start having those existential, I can't, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know. And I said, you that's not your job right now. It's not your job right now to know. That's for older Remy, you're not meant to know at 18. So just 
cut yourself some slack. What was that brilliant advice, Sarah, that one of our guests, Ella Ward, said to us? Do your stupid things with kind people. <laughs> do, <laughs> do, your, do that. And then know that there's a whole other lifetime ahead where all the things that you try out and, and have a crack at, they'll all come back tenfold and you'll be able to use them later. There's plenty of time. Mm. Beautiful. Sarah? I would say you are a lovely, sweet girl and you know nothing and everything is going to work out how it's meant to work out for you. What's meant for you will not pass you by. It might just take another 15 years or so for you to get there. Mm. So good. That's a phrase that I think only resonated with me in the last couple of years. What is meant for you won't pass you by. Yeah. I only took a, a divorce and getting married again uh, for me to understand. Yep. One final question, ladies. We've heard about some of the, the things that you can see are brave moments uh, in the recent past, but I imagine that there are some more brave moves to come. Can you share with me your next brave move? What's in the works? Well, just today we emailed two brands and companies that we've been work, wanting to work with for a long time. And just before we hit send on those sorts of bigger bigger ideas, bigger pitches, you sort of, we do, what do we do? We just sort of do like, okay, get ready, get ready. You know, off it goes, off it goes. It goes into, into the, the universe. universe. Off, it, off it goes. So that was probably you know, two moments of bravery today in terms of what we have in store, Sarah? Well, look, we have several irons in fires, but nothing that can be revealed just yet, I suppose. But we're still just knocking on doors together and putting everything we have into creating new avenues in Australia for women over 40 to create happy places for them to listen, learn and find good things. Amazing. We certainly look forward to however that manifests. And can you tell our listeners how they can connect with you on social media, where we can find you, where, where can we find your book? Yeah, absolutely. So you can listen to our podcast, of course, 40. It's available in every whatever your favourite podcast app is. It'll be there. You can connect with us on Instagram at Lees and Sarah. We have a website, the40edit.com.au. You can subscribe to that and we bring out a really fun newsletter every couple of weeks. We promise it's fun. Everyone says that about <laughs> newsletters. The majority it's of them are. It's short and sharp and we don't mince our words. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, yeah, we welcome, if, if you know an amazing woman, over 40 who has a story to tell then by all means email us hello at those two girls.com.au we're always on the hunt we kind of want our podcast and I think we've succeeded in this in even though we have celebrities and household names that people are very familiar with there will be women whose names you do not know but whose stories you should so I suppose it's just trusting that when Lise and I put a woman in your ears with a tale to tell that it's going to be a really good listen and as for our book it's available everywhere any bookstores your airport bookstores your big w's your i was gonna say i saw it at big w i'm like they have really made it if you're yeah. in big w in australia that means that 
you, you have. Well, it's called it's called Forty Favors the Brave, and it's not just stories from from Lee's and me. Far from it. There's about oh, we how many we did a count between eighty and hundred women's voices in there as well about what their middle years have have brought for them. So it's a real roller coaster of information there of anecdotes and advice and lessons and we're very proud of it thank you so much ladies for joining me on the very brave podcast today self-confessed fangirl as i was uh, saying to lise just before you jumped on sarah thanks so much for sharing your perspective on bravery and some of your own brave stories thank you and we love what you're doing it's brilliant to talk about this stuff thanks for having us on you're brave you're strong you can thanks for making us part of your story. Rate and review the Very Brave Podcast wherever you listen.